0: Hey everybody, welcome to week 7 of Fat Man with a Plan. I'm your host JM, located here on Anchor.fm. So, let's start off with updates. I am currently at around 269, so I have broken yet again another threshold barrier of my goal, you know, within my small goals of trying to make it to the next level of 10. So, now that I've broken the into the two sixties i've now got to work to break my way into the two fifties is my next part of my goal uh with that said um i won't find out until probably the end of this week what my uh body fat percentage is and my muscle mass so you know we're just gonna play you know play it by ear for that and this week i've been experimenting with changing things up with my exercise routine and trying to do different exercises and also working with different muscle groups within that range um, so what i've done is i've doing biceps triceps i've of course done legs you know legs are going to be pretty much their own thing for all that yeah you know, f- for all intensive purposes and then i've did chest and shoulders today and i'm going to try to do a back and shoulders as well to see how well that works out so that's going to be an interesting jump uh, so far so good i haven't killed myself with it but yeah, you know, one of the big things with weight training in general is experimenting because if you are not you know always constantly assigned your workout routine you got to figure out what would be a change up to your normal routine for workouts in order to move forward and not plateau and since my goal is to try to put on a little bit more muscle mass and continue to drop the body fat and body weight overall i'm having to change things up yet again because my workout routine that i've been doing is about a month old now so i gotta throw my body out of whack again and play with new uh, new workout routines to try to keep it on its toes. Okay, with that said, uh, today I'm going to talk about uh, two things. One, I had a call in here on Anchor.fm from a fellow Anchor a host, Miss Honey, who was wanting to you know, find out about how to get your booty back without having to go to the gym. And then, of course, you know, I'm going to talk about the concept of whether to do do a big gym or a little gym as far as doing gym workouts. So let's move on ahead. Okay, so let's start off with how to get your butt back without going to the gym. Okay, so there are several different types of exercises that you can use in order to actually work your leg muscles as well as your glutes to get them to shape up and actually look a little nicer appearance wise for you know when you're wearing jeans shorts whatever so let's start off with the basic squats squats are one of the best ways to actually start working on this process considering that you can do it completely with body weight or if you want to go out and buy weights from a store, whether it's a sports store or a general store like Target and places like that, you can um, add additional weight to progress forward to get a more results. So when you do a squat, you generally want to make sure that your feet are shoulder width apart and then you're going to squat down without keeping both, you know, both of your feet completely planted on the floor. So you're going to bend at your knees, or you're going to bend at your hips to go down. Now one of the things with squats is you need to make sure that your head and your shoulders are staying, you know, normally it has how you would stand, you know, the direction that they are when you're standing up. So you got to keep those up while squatting down. Now, when you're squatting, you're going to have to make sure that you're squeezing your thigh muscles and your glutes to really, you know, feel that burn within them. And you're going to probably want to do, say, starting off, I'd probably say do, uh, do a 10 by 3, which is 10 reps and three sets of those reps. So that way you can start that off and then progressively I would suggest actually adding weight over time to this. Now you can do this by, of course, like I said, buying weights, or you can go through the process of you know, doing things like getting bottle, you know, larger bottles of water, and using those as weights as well. Now, with the squats, you can add, you know, change things up a bit more. You can do things called like the kettlebell squat, which is where you're squatting down and you have a kettlebell or something equivalent that you'll have both have both arms holding onto and what you're going to do is you're going to start off in a squatted position and then you're going to swing the item up and as you're swinging the item up you're going to go to a standing position and then as it's coming down you're going to swing you know as the swinging is coming down you're going to go back to the squats and so you can do the same setup as well and be able to pull that off easily you can also do what's called the sumo squats where you're going to have a bit of a wider stance and your feet are going to be a little pointed more outwards and then you you're going to actually do the squats that way. What this is going to do is it's going to do work the outside of your glutes and your hips to build those muscles up as well. So those are three things that you can do involving squats. Now another thing that you can do is called lunges. Now you can do either the lunges where you just simply step forward and lunge down and then rise back up and step back or you can do what's called a walking lunge. Now a walking lunge you're going to need a little bit of space so if you don't have if your living environment doesn't have enough straightforward space for you to actually lunge through i would suggest doing the just regular squat you know or squats on um, regular lunges and then you know work your way from there or you can go outside and actually practice your squat your sorry lunges and you know be able to have a straight line such as sidewalks things like that now lunges, I would suggest you know, you practice that up a little bit because some people, like myself, you know, you're not gonna be able. It's a different experience of trying to put all the focus onto your whatever leg that you're gonna be pushing and lifting yourself back up into the upright position. Now, how this is gonna work is it's going to work your thighs and it's gonna work your glutes as well because as you're pulling yourself up on one leg to get back to standing position, you're going to wind up you know, pull, you know using those muscles and building them up. Now, another thing that you can do is called side leg raises. Now, what this does is you're going, it'll work your outer hips. So sort of like, um, you know, hip abduction processes. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna lay on your side and you're gonna ri- raise yourself up about right pretty much on your elbow so you'll be at a 45 degree angle what you're gonna do is you're gonna lift your your leg that's basically up or the top leg and you're going to lift that up to the side you probably say start off with do it 10 by 3 10 set or 10 reps 3 sets and you can work your way up with that and what this is going to do is it's going to work the outer hip which is basically work the side of your hip and butt and so this is to help shape the side the sides up provide you with a bit more strength as well and you would want to do this for both legs meaning you're gonna start off on one side and then after you finish that particular um, those reps you're gonna flip over and complete the other side and that'll complete your whole entire set so you can do you know I would recommend the leg raises as well as when you're doing the leg raises you can also do what's called the hip abduction which will work your inner thigh as well and what you're gonna do for this is just like you're gonna be in the same position as your leg raises except what you're gonna do is you're gonna put your top leg and have it go down in front and where your foot and calf are going to go across the knee of your lower leg and so what you're going to then do is start lifting the lower the leg that's actually touching the ground up in towards the other leg as you're doing this you're going to be working your inner thighs you know as a part of the process since really ultimately when you're trying to work on you know your butt your butt all the leg exercises are really designed to help with that. And so I'd probably recommend doing a 10 by 3 as well for that setup. As as you get used to it, you can up the reps, you can up the sets um, as needed. So what you're going to do with that one, just like with the leg raises, you're going to have to uh, do one side and then flip over to the other side to actually do those. Now you can also do things like what's called the dirty dog. This is where you're going to be down on all fours. Uh, you're going to be try to have your back as flat as possible and you're going to lift your leg from the knee up out to the side and what's, what's this going to do is it's going to work your outer hip just like the um, leg raises and so you would be doing this a couple of times and this is going to help shape up the outside of your of your glutes and then of course staying in that position you will then be able to shift to what's called the donkey kick and this is where you're to kick stay in the same position except instead of going out to the side you're going to have your leg kick out and what you're going to do is you're going to be pulling your hamstrings and your glutes in order to strengthen them as well and this will help you know these are just a couple of exercises that'll help you get started with the whole process of shaping up your glutes to get that butt that you really want um though like I said earlier you're going to want to probably experiment with it and probably look into investing in some some sort of weights to use so that way you can up the weight so the way your body doesn't get used to the workouts and stops trying to shape up what you're trying to work on or you can do things like I said water bottles um, you could take like half gallon jugs of you know empty half gallon milk jugs or one gallon milk jugs fill them up with water and then freeze them so that way that's not the liquid is no longer splashing around as you're in the container as you're trying to lift it and it'll give you a nice solid weight to utilize until you can either buy your own weights or um Decide if you're going to expand upon things and do a gym setup So those are just a few exercises and I want to thank miss honey for asking about the exercise routine Okay, so let's now move on to the concept of big gyms or little gyms now I personally prefer a smaller gym and that's more because I like to have it where there's very, there's not as many people around to either create distractions or to really um, hog all the machines for when I'm trying to work out because unfortunately you know all of us we have a lot and we don't have a whole lot of time to work out and when you're having a large amount of people working out of the gym it's gonna create some problems for the workout process so I would recommend you know personally small gym but there are benefits and downsides to both now the benefits of a small gym it like I said there's gonna be fewer people actually working out so there's going to be a lot more equipment available to you depending on you know what kind of workouts you're trying to do uh, another thing is, is like i said fewer distractions because the fewer the people there are the less likelihood of something happening involving one of the other one of your f- fellow gym goers or them like you know more like you know some of my pet peeves of having uh, people coming in and you know working out and the whole entire time they're Either talking loudly to someone on the phone, or you know, bar- blaring their music loudly through their headphones, so you can you know barely focus on what you're trying to get done. So the small gym does have those benefits. Now there are downsides to small gyms as well. Uh, usually this is you know partly the um, fewer equi- you know bits of equipment to use, and that can have a downside because well, like I said. If you know, there's fewer people. There's usually fewer, um, fewer equipment and fewer weights and fewer everything for you to be able to use for working out. Now, luckily, the gym I go to, they're sort of even though they have that small gym feel, they're sort of they're not really that small, and so there's plenty of cardio equipment. Uh, the only downside is, is if there's you know sort of a rush hour time of g- going to the gym sometimes trying to get some certain one of the weight machines uh, is usually difficult or trying to just get a weight bench for doing anything that I try to do that requires barbells dumbbells and things like that for like things like such as the dumbbell um, bench press and things like you know, such as that and so sometimes i'm stuck waiting around or trying to find alternatives for this and so then it just becomes a matter of me trying to either play around with finding something that will do the same workout as what the other machine will do or find you know or just change up things altogether. uh one of the biggest things that i've had to deal with recently is trying to use the uh Assisted pull-up machine uh, Just because a lot of people are trying to use it because it is designed for not only pull-ups but also for tricep dips and so some people wind up utilizing it a Fair amount of time and it's usually not one person, but it's like two people and so they're Going you know One will do a set then the other one will do a set and so it just takes a bit longer for people to be done with the machine so that that has its downsides um, so just because you know I prefer the small gym is not always meant for everyone I do like the small gym feel also because the staff is a bit more available to address any you know concerns or if you wanted to ask about a certain machine and how to do it they would here you know, they're gonna have an easier time of being able to help you out as you are trying to work your way through your workout routine now just because I prefer the small gym that does not mean that you can't you know look into a larger gym uh, because one of the biggest upsides to a larger gym is the factor that it will have a large amount of equipment available to you because they're generally planning for a larger amount of foot traffic for gym goers and so they will have more cardio far more cardio machines far more weight machines far more dumbbells barbells all that stuff in order to ensure that all their clients are you know being you know properly supplied with what they need for their workouts um another benefit with those types of gyms is they usually have additional services that small gyms don't have um one of the ones that because i used to go to one of the larger gyms in town um one of the ones is that they do offer you know racquetball courts they offer basketball courts they offer a whole slew of things that a small gym just doesn't have uh one of the things that i you know did like uh back in the day was you know being able to play racquetball and just be able to go and do that and be able to do everything else at the same time and not have to go to multiple places now of course you know that said um bigger gyms also generally mean a larger amount of gym goers are going to be going to it and because of that you're going to wind up having situations where it's going to be overcrowded now if you're a person that does not like being around large groups of people At any given time, a big gym is not one that I would recommend. And this is because there's going to be a lot of people on a variety of cardio and weight training machines. So you're going to probably be spending a bit more time waiting and also probably, like I said, not feeling as comfortable around people. Uh, Another downside to it is generally those gyms usually have a time limit for all the machines that you can use uh, most of the ones that one that I used to go to had signs up everywhere for like limiting your machine use to no more than 30 minutes in order to uh, accommodate all the other gym goers and so you also but the problem is is that there are people who just generally ignore this and so you're wind up you wind up with going to trying to do your cardio first and every single machine is taken and not only is every single machine taken but you go do something else you know like wait you know, decide to go weight training first and then come back and this there's a lot of the same people still on the machines you know going at a full hour so the machine hogs are going to be there and the other big problem with going to a larger gym is trying to do weight training um because there's a lot more hardcore uh gym goers for weight training at the larger gyms and so they're usually hogging up either the space the workout space or they're hogging up either the you know or the weight training equipment Um, that was you know that became a big problem with the larger gym when I was going to there and it's just because you know when they're hogging up the machines and they're usually like a whole group of them so they're all circuiting through everything so it's going to be an hour or so before you even have an opportunity to use that machine just because they're still there and so it's just going to be that nature now another thing that's you know i am gonna point out is going to be the factor of being able to have locker access um because one of the big things with uh, the gyms is being able to find a locker to lock your stuff in because not everyone is just able to go from home to the gym and then back again. And the thing is, is that sometimes you're not even going with just a small amount of stuff. You're actually taking a few things with you, uh, whether it's your protein powders or, you know, any format of, of things such as like I usually carry with me, all the trade-offs for my various devices that I carry with that I use for working out including my Fitbit because I change out from the wristband into a little uh, magnetic clip-on to attach to my workout shorts so that way I can you know wear my Fitbit without it restricting my wrists carry my headphones I carry my MyZone uh, heart rate monitor and I even carry, since due to my surgeries, I need to be able to stretch out my calves a bit more, and so I carry a, th- a thing to help me stretch out my calves, and I even carry a small towel to help you know, deal with the large amount of sweat as I work out. And so, usually I have all that plus a water bottle and you know my blender bottle with my protein powder for after working out. So it's a lot of stuff that I carry with me even just going from my house to the gym and then back again so when you're dealing with needing locker space a smaller gym is generally going to have the greater availability of lockers uh, my gym you know fortunately has two setups of the lockers they have the locker room lockers for the people who are needing to change out and bringing bigger bags and then they have sort of like the cubby lockers and they're They're for the people who don't really need to go into the locker room to change. They just need a place to store their stuff. And so they have about 40 cubby lockers that you can just throw your stuff in, put a padlock on, and just go about your workout routine with great ease. And there are usually several of them open at any given moment. And then, of course, there are times like after work when I've had to go in and so I can go into the locker room itself, and I still have plenty of lockers available there to put my stuff in after I've changed out and began and started my workout routine. Thing with larger gyms, though, is that with the larger larger amount of people, they usually do have more lockers available. However, the as I've noticed in the past, the larger gyms it sometimes becomes difficult to have to actually find an available locker because either somebody's just throwing their stuff in without putting a padlock on or there's just padlocks galore everywhere and so you can't even get into a locker to drop your stuff off and this creates a problem because then you have people who will just take their bags onto the workout floor and it just creates clutter To that could potentially be tripping hazard and so this is just you know and so you really got to think about that whether you want to build you want to be able to lock your stuff up safely or not uh, because also when your bag is with you and you're working out you're not paying attention to your bag and so it makes it easier for somebody to probably come up you know steal something from it from you and that just becomes your problem because you know ultimately whenever you sign an agreement for a gym there's a statement that is your responsibility to, you know, lock up or secure your items while you're working out. So those are some of the pros and cons of the small gyms, big gyms. Like I said, I prefer the smaller gyms just because I like having be able to go in, work out, and not have to deal with as many people and not have to fight for, the mach- you know, large amount of the machines for my workout. Okay, that does it for week seven or episode seven of Fat Man with a Plan. Like I said, I'm your host, Jm I will see, talk to y'all next week. Feel free to follow me on Facebook at Fat Man with a Plan. You can also follow me on Anchor.FM under Conundrum Cast. You can also catch, me on, catch the podcast of the show. I am on iTunes and Google Play Music overcast and pocket cast so feel free to follow listen along and i will talk to you all next week have a great week and continue to have a great workout